guys, welcome to your weekly podcast, Night Owl Meets K-Pop, a podcast coming to you each Wednesday and combining everything trendy, recent, important, noteworthy in K-Pop, and of course, not just K-Pop, anything Korean entertainment-esque. So um, this is a chance, or should I say better, a space where we can all come together and talk about um, any recent comebacks, any news, anything that really strikes us important, or anything that people are sleeping on, aka underrated artists, here we come. Um, But I really want to um, combine this space um, with um, what I like. So I don't want this to turn into what's hot or what's popping. I really want it to be something I really like Um, and something I enjoy recording. Because obviously you don't want to listen to a boring all me and I don't want to record something I'm not enjoying. So um, this is an opportunity for me to talk about everything I like and everything I like happens to be both K-pop and Korean hip-hop or um, R&B, indie, really. I love a lot of things and you're going to have to suffer with me because um, I'm taking y'all with me this journey where we can navigate this entertainment business together and sort of talk about um anything that's been happening so um again as i said i want this to be um inclusive in terms of genres and interests so um each week i will try to combine different things like i guess different worlds although not really worlds but you know different let's say different genres different elements um so for this first episode um i chose a recent k-pop comeback and a kind of recent korean hip-hop comeback um because i thought it would be fun to discuss them in comparison but um also i want to talk about another important thing that's been happening in the korean entertainment business and the second example is going to be very helpful in that sense. So stay tuned because there's a lot of tea coming up at the end. But to make things, I guess, more specific today for the first episode of this podcast, we will be talking about ATS's comeback with Answer. And I will go through the EP in general and review it in a way give you my opinions um and of course the second half of this podcast is going to be dedicated to a korean hip-hop artist a very popular one in korea named changmo i'm pretty sure some of you might already know him um those of you who don't don't worry i'll give you guys a brief overview overview over you what even is over you anyways um let the typos and um i guess wordings wrong wordings begin because i'm gonna mess up a lot um i'm kind of i don't know i'm not really nervous i'm just kind of awkward in general so 
if I mess up my words and you don't understand, I'm so sorry. I will do my best to be very clear. But yes, so those of you who don't know Changmo, do not worry. I will give you guys an overview at the end before we get into the album talk. But yes, so do not worry. If you don't know these artists, we'll get to them. I don't even know 80s that well, but I was very intrigued by their comeback. So I wanted to talk about it a bit. And I thought it would be interesting because I know they have um, a large following. So I thought it would be interesting for you guys to hear the perspective of someone who is not really a huge stan of the group, but is slowly getting into their music. I thought it would be refreshing for you and for me because I would love to get some feedback on my review of the album um, from you guys or from anyone who knows them better, which pretty sure is everyone else because everyone and their mother knows 80s. So this is going to be fun. Um, stay tuned as I mess up in this first episode of Night Owl Myths K-Pop. I guess we can start now with 80s and their comeback with Answer. Part of the reason why I wanted to talk about um, 80s's comeback is because, of course, I'm not very familiar with the group, as in, I don't know all the names yet, I know a few names. The names I tend to see a lot on Twitter or on other social media, but I was very impressed by the comeback and it was um, a comeback that gave me older generation vibes. It was energetic, it was that hype song that gets you all excited, but it was also the um, anthem-like song. So if you know anything about older generation, first generation, second generation of K-pop, especially the boy groups, you tend to get that gritty, dark, anthem-like comeback. The kind of song that gets people hyped up. And it was that style that I saw 80s tap into with Answer. And it was very impressive, to be fair. Because, of course, I knew say my name and um what was the other one pirate king like i knew those songs but it was answer that sort of caught my attention because of its style because of what they were trying to do and from what i've seen they always tend to have a more energetic image as a group and of course they're very energetic in general but with their previous releases it was great like everything was great but it wasn't that something that had you know that would make me want to look into them more because obviously there are so many groups and i love so many groups and it's so hard to always find time to check out everyone but 80s was a group that i was always saying that you know i need to find an excuse to look into them more and they gave me that reason, that excuse with answer. So more specifically, I wanted to get into some notes. Um, I was, I took a look at the color-coded lyrics 
and they're available online obviously and there are so many videos on youtube as well you guys can check out but i was getting um vibes from lyrics such as raise your glasses over your heads as high as you can um so they can be shown anywhere so kind of like celebrate who you are kind of celebrate what you've achieved and it was it gave me vibes um similar to BAP's hands up and if you know anything about me or if you know if you I mean you'll come to know a bit more about me but I love BAP and I love hands up it was that anthem song that I talked about before so it kind of reminded me of that in a sense you know the meaning the encouragement the kind of drive you need to conquer anything and I'm pretty sure there's so many um, references to their previous songs, their previous comebacks, which I wouldn't know, <laughs> um, having not been around the group for long. But there's so many brilliant theories out there. I tried to read a bunch of them, but after a certain while, my, my brain was like, nope, <laughs> was tapping out. Um, but I guess the vibes I was getting from my own experience with the song was kind of prepare for this revolution prepare um for the you know we march at dawn vibes the hype the anthem that I said before I guess in terms of um one of my favorite points of the song was um and I, I noticed it through the lyrics. It was when they said, brighten ourselves in the dark with no answer. I just, it, for some reason, it resonated with me so much. And it was, it was very motivational. Because, like, picture yourself in complete darkness and no hope, no way out. And then, you know, you brighten yourself. You be yourself become the light the way out of this darkness and I think that's not only encouraging but as I said extremely motivational extremely important as a message like you yourself become you, you turn into this strength you need to conquer difficulties and I guess a general theme that I noticed um, was that the point I guess that I was grasping was that you should like they're not afraid anymore and I think that's important in general, but also for them as artists. Like they're not, yes, they just started. Yes, they've been around. They haven't been around for too long, but they're not afraid anymore because obviously they have the fan base. They have, they have each other and they have their music. And I think that's one of the most important things that you can get from Answer. And I think it means a lot to them. I've I've read that it's the conclusion of an era and you can definitely get that feeling. It's it's a finale but it's not a sad ending, you know? It's kind of like it gives you an ending ending but it's also a to be continued sort of, you know, stay tuned cuz there is more coming up. And of course there's more coming up. They have such a bright future. They have so much to look forward to and I'm just very excited to finally you know find that trigger to get into the group and yeah um 
I guess that's what I generally think about Answer. Really enjoyed it. Truly beautiful. I checked out their album as well. And they have some amazing songs. I It's funny because when I was listening um, to the album and I reached a certain, you know, I, re- I was reaching certain songs. I was not, um, I was kind of surprised that it was 80s who were performing it. But I love the ballad and I love the outro so much. It was kind of ominous, kind of, as I said, stay tuned because there's more coming up. And I'm very happy for them. I'm very excited for what's to come. And yeah, I, as I said, I don't want to get into the theories because there's so much. But if you guys have any suggestions, do uh, let me know. And if you want to recommend me any 80s videos or songs, would love to check them out. As I said, don't know much. I know a few title tracks here and there. I'm a lot interested into in um, their sidetracks, so if you guys have any suggestions, please do let me know. And now we get into the second section of this first episode of the podcast, and we're talking about Changmo and his comeback album, well, the title track mainly, and a few other songs but mainly Meteor and everything surrounding this release. So if you guys don't know who Changmo is, he is an artist under Ambition Music and it's kind of the brother label of Alienaire, who was afraid. It took me a second, although I do know everything about them. Um, it was founded by Doki and The Quiet, two of the most prominent and famous rappers in South Korea. And Ambition Music was formed so they could incorporate more artists, work with more artists, and help and promote more artists. Because if you guys didn't know about um, Doki and The Quiet and what they usually do is that they love promoting other artists, they love working with others. And I found that extremely important, but Changmo is one of the most famous artists under Ambition Music. And he's also one of the most famous rappers in South Korea, which pl- comes into play when he, you know, when it comes to what we'll talk about in a bit. But yes, just know that he's very famous. He has a lot of songs, he has produced a lot of songs, and he has collaborated a lot. Um, which is not sudden or weird because, you know, if you know anything about Korean rappers is that they tend to work with each other a lot and it's one of the reasons why um, Korean hip-hop is so appealing because you, you have so many favorite artists and you you see them collaborate a lot. But, um, so Changmo uh, came back with Meteor and the entire Boyhood album which has a lot of substantially incredible songs. Um, Meteor is the title track, and I think it was released closer to the end of 2019, but it kind of got, um, I mean, it, it wasn't sudden, but it slowly built this hype surrounding this the song. So a lot of people started covering it on youtube and i have to specify or clarify here that it was a lot of 
Korean people as well. So it wasn't just international fans being fascinated with the song. It was a lot of people in South Korea. So the song started slowly charting and it reached a point where it got, you know, number one spot, number like the second spot as well. So it was really famous and it is still very famous. Like to this day, today that I'm recording this, it's still very famous. So Meteor is the kind of song you can listen no matter what. (laughs) It's very motivational. It's very encouraging and uplifting as well. And it's one of those songs that I always tend to have on repeat for some reason. Um, Well, not for a random reason. It's actually really good. My personal favorite in the album is We Up, which features Occasion and Uneducated Kid. But I also like the one of the two Paul Blanco features, um, Two Minutes of Hell, if I'm not mistaken. I'm so sorry if I mistake any, you know, if I mess up any titles. Um, but yeah, so those three songs are my personal favorites. But the entire album has some incredible songs. And he, like, as a person, obviously, Changmo is like someone so hardworking, someone who's not easily satisfied with the results. So he tends to overwork himself when it comes to music. But he's also someone who carefully selects the songs that go into an album. So you're, if you get an album by Changmo, you're not going to get like a bunch of songs thrown in just because he had to fill in the album. It's something that's carefully selected, carefully worked on. And to be in order for a certain album by him to be released, he has to be 110% sure of the end product. So he's not some random person that decides to come back with an album. Not that anyone, you know, um, that we talked about today is, but um, he's someone extremely hardworking, extremely, like an extreme perfectionist to, you know, which is something I can relate to, but um, I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna throw an album out of nowhere, but his album is certainly um, showcasing some someone's hard work and it, it kind of upset me that it it turned into this um, kind of you know object to drag because of the current chart situation in South Korea so if you guys didn't know there was um, cl- like I think it was as well it started last year but there was this constant um exposure of the um chart chart situation because a lot of artists have been accused of paying a lot of money to chart their songs and because meteor was against a a bigger fandom or so it was assumed that fandom or people from that fandom it wasn't everyone obviously because generally speaking that fandom's fine but you know there were it's always selective people that do the damage you it's not everyone um but some people started saying that he paid to get charted which is not the case obviously um but it reached a point where it affected him a lot personally and he was even um posting stories or creating posts on Instagram asking people not to stream the song anymore, which I guess motivated everyone to stream harder. 
um but it's such a good song and it's not a song that skyrocketed to the top out of nowhere or within one night it has a steady increase in terms of its audience and it's it's playing everywhere in south korea from what we're hearing it keeps getting covered by people on social media and on different platforms like youtube and i don't know like uh, like soundcloud i think like people keep posting covers and of course instagram as well um so it's not uh, an unknown song that suddenly became popular it's a song that has had a steady increase in terms of listeners and yeah i personally love it i personally think it's worth reaching a high position in the charts as he like jungmo is not it's not the first time that jungmo has been um popular with a song like he is extremely popular if there's any doubt of that you can just check out any vlog or video coverage of a concert he's attending like it's everyone's hyped up everyone's screaming everyone's excited there's i saw a video the other day and he was just entering the stage and people started screaming so he's not someone unknown that became popular within one night because of a charting song it's um it's a song that's extremely good and that's why it started so yeah i kind of i guess i wanted to <laughs> um talk about this situation a lot because it's been bothering me and i had no space to express my rage <laughs> um so you know i wanted to incorporate this here because I, I do think it's important to be addressed that although it's not an entire fandom dragging another artist um surely those few people that do drug the artist down you know have to be stopped they have to know it's wrong it's not okay to bully another artist it's certainly not okay to make someone feel like their song or their hard work is not worth it because you know it deprived another person of num a number one spot which you know it's not the case it's a chart and it's like honestly numbers are not that important and i think we all need to realize that an artist an artist's health is more significant than the number one spot and the way because obviously the fandom although it doesn't necessarily ref reflect the intentions of the artist it represents it still is representative of that artist in the eyes of the general public so you know just be aware of the fact that if you belong to a fandom and you're very vocal within that fandom and you exhibit that kind of behavior it reflects back and into you know back into the artist and it's not good um so yeah just as i said i just wanted to talk about it meteor is quality bop um the album's definitely worth checking out as i said top three songs meteor um what was it we up and two minutes of hell if i'm not butchering those titles um but yeah every other song uh 10 out of 10 and yeah i i definitely think it's worth checking out and that was it <laughs> that was the first episode of 
Night Owl meets K-pop. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm sorry if um, my voice sounded weird. I'm currently going through a cold. I have a sore throat and it's been killing me all day. But I, I said I'm going to post Wednesday and that's what I'm going to do. So I hope it was still enjoyable nevertheless. Um, yeah, um, if you have any ideas for any future episodes, I mean, if you're checking out this podcast and you do want to suggest something, do let me know. And of course, if you want to send any voice messages my way, which can be included to any future um, episodes, as feel free to do that as well. But yeah, I mean, this first episode is probably a little bit awkward because it's the first episode, but I'm very excited to be here. I'm very excited to be doing this and to be talking to all of you in a way. Um, it's mainly me talking to myself, but it's still um, kind of, you know, nice to know that someone might be listening. I'll try to have more variety in future episodes, have more things to look forward to. But before we um, end this first episode, I just want to quickly say a big thank you to one of my close friends, um, Selena. She's one of the most vocal Changmo stands I know. And I just want to say a big thank you because she kept us up to date with what was going on. And I became aware of the situation through her. So I just want to thank her. And of course, I just want to, you know, give her a big congratulations for always supporting the artists she loves so much. But yeah, um, that was episode one. There's definitely more coming up. I have a broad idea of what I want to talk about next week. But of course, we'll, we'll wait and see. Um stay healthy do not be like me and catch a cold the weather's oddly weird in the uk but if it's cold there stay warm if it's hot stay cool (laughs) i'll see you all next week take care bye everyone